A new dawn is coming to the U.S. stock market, and it's time to throw out the investment blueprint of the last decade and prepare for a massive shift. If you've lost money over the past two years, this changes everything. Hi, my name is Mark Chaikin, and I was hired to create three new indices for the NASDAQ based on what I've learned in 50 years on Wall Street. So believe me when I tell you this shift could send dozens of stocks soaring sky high in just the next 90 days. But this is an extreme setup I haven't seen in years, since before the 2020 crash. The last time this happened, you could have more than tripled your money by just owning one stock. And I'm revealing this number one stock to buy today, 100% free of charge at newaistock.com. The question is why? Because everyday Americans will be impacted mostly by what's coming. And I want you to be on the right side of the table when this shift happens. Don't delay. Just visit www.newaistock.com. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to four hundred bucks depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now Henry makes more than two hundred rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, so gas prices now set record after record for two straight weeks. And Biden's answer, uh, we'll go back to the uh, strategic petroleum reserves one more time. We now have predictions we might run out of diesel and jet fuel. We now have predictions that you can expect the average gas price in this country is going to be $6 a gallon. I've gone through all of this today. And, you know, it's I bet people travel a lot less uh, this Memorial Day weekend coming up. The energy secretary denies high gas prices or have anything to do with Joe Biden. I mean, I don't know what alternate universe she's living in because it's directly impacted by Joe Biden. He's, Biden himself has gone 100 days without any mainstream media mob interview because his handlers are petrified because they know he's a cognitive mess. Uh, now he's actually openly saying and praising, you know, get high gas prices as an incredible transition in America. What does that mean? What, a, a transition away from fossil fuels with guaranteed higher gas prices, higher prices for everything we buy in every store that we go to? Is that, is, is, is that the incredible transition? 
because he made that statement on gas prices during a joint presser with the Japanese prime minister. He said, and when it comes to gas prices, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, we'll, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less uh, reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. What do we do in the meantime, Joe? Because it's the lifeblood of the world's economy. Your fantasy uh, has not come to fruition up until this point. And Donald Trump, yeah, he got he got his gas prices, you know, in the low twos per gallon. Now it's we're averaging nearly five dollars a gallon nationwide. This is unsustainable for the average American person. This, the families are struggling. Two thirds of the country are living paycheck to paycheck because of Joe Biden's energy and economic policies. You know, and here's Biden saying he's, he's literally talking about oil and food shortages he didn't mention the baby formula uh, shortage either, uh, but listen to him talk about oil and food shortages. We uh, have released over 200 and I think 57,000 uh, million barrels of oil, I should say, us and the rest of the world we're convinced are getting involved. It's helped, but it's not been enough. We also find ourselves in a situation where we have food shortages, food shortages because of Ukraine. There are over, there are literally millions of, of bushels of oil, I mean, excuse me, of grain being held up in Ukraine that would fundamentally impact positively on the market in terms of bringing down food prices across the board. So we're finding ourselves in a position where we're working very hard with American uh, farmers and American and American agricultural products to find more fertilizer and a whole range of things. Unbelievable. Now we got Joe Biden saying he's trying to get Middle Eastern countries and OPEC to produce more oil. Now, before I play that, I need to remind you, he's been begging OPEC over and over and over and over again to increase production. And it's gotten to the point they're not even taking the president of the United States of America's phone call. They're so sick and tired of him. And by the way, Saudi Arabia, many of these OPEC nations, they are disgusted at the idea that he's going to do another Iranian deal that would allow America that doesn't need Iranian oil to import oil from Iran and make the mullahs that chant death to America and death to Israel rich again. Just like Europe made the mistake of becoming reliant on Vladimir Putin and Russia for the lifeblood of their economy. This is doubling down on dumb and stupid Add to that, he's now sent an emissary over to Venezuela to talk to that murdering dictator thug. And he's thinking of lifting sanctions on Venezuela so we can import Venezuelan oil. And meanwhile, the people in Canada are scratching their heads saying, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Uh, if we finish the Keystone Pipeline, which would have been finished by now, uh, according to the Alberta premier, uh, we would be importing 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil every single day. It's not like we don't... Not that we need their oil, but I'd rather import it from them. They're at least they're a friendly country, even with little Justin. Anyway, so here's Biden saying he's going to beg OPEC even more. This is going to be a haul. This is going to take some time. But in the meantime, it seems to me the best thing I can do, in addition to try to get the uh, the, uh, the the Middle Eastern countries, including uh, OPEC, to raise their production of oil and move along that route, is to see to it that we continue to grow our economy, create jobs. And then, of course, I've told you about President Zelensky's prediction that there's going to be a food shortage worldwide. I'm hearing anecdotally from people that I know high up in, in hospitals around the country. They're expecting that we're going to have a shortage of uh, intravenous 
fluids for people to go to hospitals. I mean, this is this is only going to get worse. Uh, now, a woman named Sarah Menker is the CEO of Grow Intelligence. It's an agricultural group is sounding the alarm that, uh, yeah, the possibility of a worldwide food shortage is now a real security threat. Listen, I want to start by explicitly saying that the Russia-Ukraine war did not start a food security crisis. It simply added fuel to a fire that was long burning. A crisis we detected tremors from long before the COVID-19 pandemic exposed the fragility of our supply chains. I share this because we believe it's important for you all to understand that even if the war were to end tomorrow, our food security problem isn't going away anytime soon without concerted action. Now, on to the statistics. Grow Intelligence estimates show that price increases in major food crops year-to-date has made an additional 400 million people food insecure. Now, there are a few food insecurity statistics shared, so I want to define that by saying this, the number of, looking at number of people at $3.59 a day. So, broader, but the, the march towards starvation. To put this into perspective, that is equivalent to the number of people that China has taken out of poverty in the last 20 years. In five months, we have undone 20 years of progress. Furthermore, our economic shock models show that year-to-date changes in prices of agricultural products have already affected some economies by 3 to 5% of their GDPs. Countries disproportionately affected are in regions such as North Africa and the Middle East, the Horn of Africa, and West and Central Asia. And it can get much worse. All right, there you have it. That's going to get worse. Pretty scary scenario. Anyway, joining us now is Senator Roger uh, Marshall. The great state of Kansas is with us. Uh, Senator, we have enough energy to be energy independent. Donald Trump got us to energy independence for the first time in 75 years. Joe Biden's policies have quickly, artificially, significantly reduced the supply of energy on the world market, hence the increase in price and impacting inflation in this country. My question to you is, why will they not consider the obvious, which is to go back to the policies that gave us cheap energy uh, and, 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 and it would reduce inflation? We wouldn't be begging uh, hostile nations for the lifeblood of our economy. Sean, I think the answer is Joe Biden wants the price of gasoline to increase, that he wants this crisis. He knows there's no way he can get the cost of electric vehicles down to the cost of internal combustion engines. So he's doing everything he can to drive the price of gasoline uh, up. Uh, you saw him you know, yesterday. You, you mentioned this a second ago. He's almost clapping and applauding these price, rate, these price increases. So he wants this crisis. Okay, so the answer, the obvious answer, he's not going to go to because he is beholden to this, what I call radical climate alarmist religious cult or new Green Deal Democratic Socialist agenda. So he's not going to do this. And what is the obvious result here? How bad are things going to get from your perspective? Well, Sean, it's going to get worse. I grew up in the oil patch. I still live in the oil patch. And folks are afraid to invest in more drilling. Just like every business, we depend upon certainty. Joe Biden has created uncertainty. When you drill a new oil well, it'll take a year and a half or two before you get before you get any return on that investment. So our local bankers are afraid to loan money to those people that drilled these oil wells. Uh, the, the big companies are afraid to invest monies in these offshore drilling. This is very expensive. It takes 
lots of planning. It takes time. And if, if you're going to have your loans at a bank censored, uh, by the federal government saying loans to oil companies uh, go on the, on the naughty list, so to speak, then they're not going to do it. So lots of uncertainty is going to decrease the supply. This is going to get worse before it gets better. Let me ask you, there is an article out there that I read that really scared me. Fox29.com is where it came from. Uh, according to global food insecurity now has reached levels we have not seen since the financial crisis of 2008. And the world only has a 10-week supply of wheat, according to experts telling the U.N. Security Council. And then they said this, this is seismic. In other words, this is real, and this is far worse than anyone ever ever saw coming. In other words, uh, we have now global food insecurity, something we never had to deal with in 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 the modern era for the most part. Yeah, Sean, well, I've been talking about this for at least six months. This is Putin's famine. Just think about this. A third of the world's wheat exports pass through the Black Sea. About a fourth of the world's fertilizers pass through the Black Sea. So where there's food insecurity today, there's going to be famine tomorrow. Places that were just borderline before are going to have food insecurity. So, well, But let me ask you a question. You're, you're, you're blaming Putin. You sound like Joe Biden. I mean, Putin... Putin caused inflation. Putin caused the high price of gasoline when we had a 40-year high of inflation long before Putin invaded Ukraine. We had record high gas prices only going higher because Joe artificially reduced the world supply. Uh, All of these disruptions, aren't they all connected to Joe's energy and economic policies? I blame him. So absolutely. The energy issues are, are Joe Biden's. The start of this food insecurity issues are Joe Biden as well. So when you think about farming in Kansas, you got to talk about fertilizers. Our fertilizer prices have doubled and quadrupled because they're related to energy prices. So to make nitrogen-based fertilizers, you need natural gas. So you're right. This all starts with, with Joe Biden's policies. He's uh, disrupted the supply chain so we can't transport the food as well. And all these problems are now exacerbated by this perfect storm in the Black Sea. So what do you think the outcome of all of this? I mean, we have J.P. Morgan predicting it by year's end, probably by the end of the summer, $6 a gallon gasoline averages in the country. You got other states now preparing gas pumps that they can charge $10 a gallon. They have to change and alter the the gas pump to be able to register that high a number, that high a cost. Um, is that our future? Well, Sean, I think it is because this president refuses to change policies. I had the Secretary of Energy in front of me very recently, and I asked her this question. Are your policies in at all uh, what's caused the price of gasoline to increase? And she said, absolutely not. So the first thing, when you, if you make a mistake, you have to admit it before you can correct it. So this administration instead is doubling down. So that I see no stop in them. I see that more policies involving uh, pipelines and, and EPA permits, they're doing everything they can to slow down new drilling and getting current rigs, uh, their, their production out of those systems right now. So I think they're doubling down on this. Uh, the price of fertilizer is going to continue to increase. And as long as you're paying people more to stay at home than to go back to work, we won't be able to get the food out of Kansas and send it across the rest of the world. Senator, I have farmers one after another that have called this radio show. I have truck drivers one after another that have called this radio show. They have been sounding the alarm, telling me in, in no uncertain terms how bad things are. If you can't get the fertilizer, do you know what the administration's answer was? Uh, maybe you want to use more composting and manure. I'm like, <laughs> you, you, are you kidding me? 
Yeah, Sean, I read that quote, quote as well. And, you know, there's just so many pieces to this puzzle. But let's talk about potash just for a second. We get our potash from Canada because they won't let us do any mining in our country anymore. So China's over here now buying up all the potash from Canada because they used to get it from through the Black Sea. And that story is told over and over. China makes most of the phosphate fertilizers for the world. They've stopped exporting phosphate fertilizers. So you're right. Those farmers talking to you, those are my friends, my neighbors, my my cousins, my uncles. Uh, those are my, my people. And, and indeed, we've been talking about this for at least six months. And really, some of the, the, the fertilizer problems, the pesticide problem issues, we've not been able to get for about a year now. All of this started with Joe Biden's policy. Unbelievable. All right, Senator Roger Marshall, the great state of Kansas, uh, our thoughts and prayers. You know, so many people in your state feed our entire country, the entire country and the world. And we can't thank those guys enough. Please send my best regards. Sean, we will. We uh, just love uh, representing Kansas. So proud. I'm a fifth generation farmer, and I'm sure my my parents will love to hear this story. By the Thanks way, so much. if you lived in my world and all the stress on my head some days, there are many days I wish I was out there in a field farming away and having fun and being <laughs> alone. Uh, something very appealing about that to me. My best thinking time is on the tractor. I believe uh, being it. Being able to, to mow a whole field in one day. You know what's really cool is when, when farmers call me and they actually are listening to the show while they're doing their farming. It's great. Anyway, my friend, God bless you. God bless Kansas. We appreciate you being with us. 800-941-SEAN. Our number if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Quick break right back. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com, get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. A new dawn is coming to the U.S. stock market, and it's time to throw out the investment blueprint of the last decade and prepare for a massive shift. If you've lost money over the past two years, this changes everything. Hi, my name is Mark Chaikin, and I was hired to create three new indices for the NASDAQ based on what I've learned in 50 years on Wall Street. So believe me when I tell you this shift could send dozens of stocks soaring sky high in just the next 90 days. But this is an extreme setup I haven't seen in years, since before the 2020 crash. The last time this happened, you could have more than tripled your money by just owning one stock. And I'm revealing this number one stock to buy today, 100% free of charge at newaistock.com. The question is why? Because everyday Americans will be impacted mostly by what's coming. And I want you to be on the right side of the table when this shift happens. Don't delay. Just visit www.newaistock.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Now, Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. 
Now, he was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Now, Tunnel to Towers paid for Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, and that removed that financial burden from him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his very specific needs and injuries. And Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. They can only do it with your generosity. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity. Go to their website, commit to $11 a month. Go to the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Holding them accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. I right, 25 now till the top of the hour. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Luke is in the great state of Texas. Luke, how are you? I'm doing very well, Mr. Hannity. Thank you very much for taking my call. Thank you for calling. We're glad you're out there. Awesome. Well, I just have a quick question for you, Mr. Hannity. As a young American citizen who sees the blatant and unprecedented amount of corruption today in the United States government, I was wondering, besides voting, what can the average American citizen such as myself do to hold these corrupt people in government and politicians accountable for their actions? For example, Hillary Clinton, it's a known fact that she created or had the uh, fake steel dossier created about the Russia collusion hoax. She, she signed um, off on the whole thing. This has to do with Alpha Bank. There are two buckets of Russia collusion. Remember that. The servers in Trump Tower connected to a Russian-connected bank called Alpha Bank. And, uh, yeah, and then the second one is the dirty Russian disinformation dossier. Yes. Exactly, exactly. And it doesn't seem like anything is going to happen to her. She's going to face no repercussions for her actions. You have people like Anthony Fauci, who have lied time and time again, who have flip-flopped on several issues, um, who, have ca- who has cost people uh, their loved ones, who has cost people uh, money from their bank account, their wallet, due to his flip-flopping during the pandemic and um, going back and double-speaking on almost everything that he says. And you also have people like Eric Swalwell, who was having a relationship with a known Chinese spy, and nothing happened to him as Fang well. Fang. Yeah, so, he's still on the intel committee. Yeah, I get your exactly. point. You know, look, so it's, you're, you're asking whether we have equal justice and equal application of, of laws in this country. The answer is no. Now, every day we're learning more about who knew what, when, and where. Now, I'm going to make a prediction. I, I think the odds are very low, even though the evidence is very clear, incontrovertible and overwhelming to me based on all I've seen. And, and I, I'm talking to somebody in the courtroom every day. And I think when you have a jury pool that has three Clinton uh, donors, one AOC donor, uh, you have a, a, a one jury, jury pool member is on the same team, sport team, as Sussman, who's on trial in this case, and none of these people should be involved. So you have a tainted jury pool, which is obvious. So I'm not predicting a conviction here, but but there's something bigger going on, and that is, and and I'm not even sure that Durham is expecting a conviction at the end of this, but something bigger. What we now have is a narrative that has emerged, not only that Hillary sanctioned it, 
They all knew it was false. But more importantly, I've always talked about the 1% in the FBI, the, the upper echelon, the Comeys, McCabe's, the Precepts, the, the you know, all, James Bakers, all of those guys. Then you got the Strzok and Page, you know, lower level, but in, integral part of this that were up, up to their eyeballs and all of it. And what we're now discovering is that FBI agents were not told the truth by, and they're saying it on the stand, by their own bosses about what they knew and when they really knew it. So in other words, the agents probing these debunked claims of this back channel of Trump and this Russia bank believe the allegations had originated with the Department of Justice when we now know, based on the testimony in this case, they came from Hillary Clinton and her campaign attorney, Michael Sussman, who shopped them to James Baker, the general counsel of the FBI at the time. And then Baker later goes to Sussman looking for a job. If you want to talk about an incestuous relationship there. Uh, but even more importantly, the latest revelations emerging here is the FBI special counsel. Durham's prosecutors revealed the investigators had received an electronic communication citing a referral from the DOJ on or about September 19th, the same day Sussman met with Baker, then, then the FBI's lawyer. The document, uh, a record of the investigation being opened by agents, uh, dated September 23rd, did not mention the Sussman part as a source of the allegations. In the referral, the Department of Justice provided the FBI with a white paper that was produced by an anonymous third party. The communication said before adding, according to the white paper, a U.S.-based server that is owned by the Trump organization has been communicating with the Russia-based Alpha Bank organization in Moscow. And the document was circulated to several top FBI officials, including people like Peter Strzok, who oversaw the probe over Clinton's email server, that scandal, uh, which, by the way, all of this was a distraction from the 33,000 emails that went missing, deleted, bleach bit, hammers, SIM cards missing. Um, and by the way, what we now know is, you know, they famously fired Strzok in this particular case because of his relationship with him and Lisa Page, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, famously fired from the FBI after the emergence of text messages that he sent to Lisa Page, you know, about smelly Walmart shoppers that support Donald Trump. So, the, <laughs> you know, it, it's getting what's what I think what I'm, I'm reading the tea leaves here. And what I'm seeing here is that Durham, I think, has figured out that the top echelon, they did all the bidding and they knew the truth. Now, the question is, will they be held accountable? And to your exactly that's what you're asking me. And that I yes, can't sir. give you an answer to. Because so, I go ahead. Well, I would. I just wanted to say. I mean, you know, is there anything that the millions of American citizens, such as myself, who see these things, uh, these blatant lies, the blatant corruption, every single day on the television, every single day on the radio, is there anything that we can do or you know look to to try to just stem the flow and hold these people accountable? Because you know, it seems like uh, America has come to a breaking point and sooner or later something has got to give and i think that if these people are not held accountable for their actions soon enough the floodgates are just going to burst and it's going to be a free-for-all for everything and anything to happen listen i agree with you and if they get away with it the deep state as we call them 
then I think you're only going to see more of this. They will be emboldened and feel that they're invincible, and it's only going to get worse. But at the end of the day, there are other complicit people involved here, and that would start with the media mob. Uh, They were complicit. They went with all of the lying. They went with all of the misinformation, all of the conspiracy theories. They went with all of it. And and well, that's completely true. And I just want to say as my last point to you, Mr. Hannity, and it has to do with President Trump, the media mob went after President Trump. No holds barred. They tried every single thing they could to tear the man down. And in my personal opinion, and I think millions of Americans out there agree with me on this, if they had absolutely anything on President Trump, they would have already destroyed the man. And I think that they are running in fear from President Trump coming back in 2024. And I believe that President Trump is the only person that has the the capabilities and the power to hold the people accountable for their actions and what they have done. And I think that the media mob needs to answer for what they've done, all the lies that they have spewed. They they are shameless. They have no shame. They don't have a desire for truth. You know, people got Pulitzer Prizes for fake stories. I mean, that's how sick this has gotten. All the every single minute, hour of every day, every week, every month, every year, three years this went on. And it was all based on lies. And none of them have come forward to admit that what they reported was false. It was wrong. They've not corrected the record. They've not committed to new um, to 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 new policies that would make them real reporters, real fair, real, real objective reporters. So I don't think that's going to happen. But. That is why they so desperately want to silence shows like this, silence talk radio, silence Fox News. They want they want to marginalize anybody that does get the truth out. I mean, it doesn't do me any good to pat myself on the back saying that on this show, on my TV show, and the great ensemble cast we built for three years, peeling every layer of the onion off to get to the truth, which we were right and we've now been vindicated. You know what? No, nobody cares. And the American people need to care because we're going to lose our country. If you lose the rule of law, Mark Levin has a great line, had it in one of his books, a post-constitutional America. If we don't have equal justice and application of our laws and people can get away with this sort of thing and lying on FISA warrants on top of it, the other bucket, then I think we we lose the country. And I don't know. It's irreparable harm. I don't know if you get it back. Anyway, really worthwhile call. Thank you. Appreciate you being with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number. Faye is in Louisiana. Faye, how are you? Glad you called. Yes, good afternoon there, Sean, and thank you for everything that you do for us. Thank you. If you give me the opportunity. Um, before I was frustrated, but now it just becomes even more frustration. I am that middle-class working person who used to only have to work one job to be able to yeah, I'm sorry. I think you're breaking up on me, Faye. You there? All right. I'll tell you what, Faye, stay on the line. Let's see if we can get you back on another line there. Um, all right. Let's say hi to Dave is in Utah. Dave, how are you? Glad you called. By the way, Mike Lee is another senator I'm supporting in his reelection effort. I noticed Mitt Romney won't support the Republican candidate, his fellow Republican, uh, which is pretty uh, breathtaking to me and pretty sad. We would like... Nothing more here in Utah than for Mitt Romney to go away somewhere else. Just want to share that with you. How are you doing? 
I'm good. I wish I was there with you in Utah because I'd love a crown burger right about now. I love crown burgers. Oh, yeah. Love those. Yep. They're delicious. <laughs> well, yeah, next you, time you're here, look me up. I got to call the owner of crown burger and see if I can buy a franchise from him. I want one just for myself. <clears throat> I'm going to call that. Can we find that guy? Whoever owns crown burger. You going to put it in your backyard? No, I'll build out a store. Be the only crown burger in Long Island. It'd be great. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll, I'll buy franchises for an entire state. In your free time. My spare time. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll look him up for you and find his information. I'll call back in and give it to you. <clears throat> What's on your mind? Well, there's a couple things. The thing I called in about really is, you know, talking about the Pennsylvania election. You know, um, I'm 60 years old. I know I sound like I'm about 40. It's the radio. Um, and I, you know, I just was thinking the other day about elections and election cycles going back to when I think the earliest election cycle I remember was been about in about 1972 or three when Nixon was elected. Um, and so I've been kind of following politics, you know, off and on since then. And I don't recall elections that were taking two or three or more days to count the voting, um, especially on a scale of like we've been seeing since I think it's what Bush versus Gore in 2000, where all of a sudden it seems like the standard is, Hey, for these contested elections. Well, by the way, important it, ones. Yeah. if you go back to Nixon v. Kennedy in 1960, there were a ton of questions about votes in Chicago, uh, Illinois, yeah. rather. And uh, uh, to me, the evidence was, was pretty compelling that, in fact, Nixon won the Illinois, would have been the president. Uh, but he chose at that time not to fight. He ended up being president later. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And so it seems like... What I wanted to ask you really is, I was thinking, is, is this some sort of like new strategy on the part of the Democrat Party to tie up these elections, you know, for multiple days and maybe, I don't know, maybe to def- deflect us from something or to cause confusion so that in the end they can try whatever they want to try in that well, time ask, frame. Ask, ask yourself this election. question. If you, need a, yeah. if you need a picture ID to get into the Democratic National Convention, and yeah. Democrats are the biggest supporters of these vaccine passports, right? And and you have to have a vaccine card if you want to get in here, there, or anywhere, right? And yeah. y- you need a picture ID to get into the White House, and you need a picture ID to get into the Capitol. Um, uh, you need a picture ID to buy a, a six-pack of beer or a bottle of wine or a bottle of Tito's. Or you need mm-hmm. it to buy even a jewel pod. I don't think it's a secret that Sean likes jewels, meaning me. <laughs> um, but you need picture ID to buy it. And so is it really a stretch to think that if people don't want simple, basic, fundamental um, integrity measures like voter ID and signature verification and chain of custody controls and updated voter rolls and partisan observers watching the count from start to finish. If you don't want that, explain to me why you don't want it, because I can only think there's nefarious motives behind your desire to stop those things. And uh, yeah. and, that, and I think that's the answer to your question. Um, but look, I have to roll. Listen, God bless Utah. Love the people of Utah. Uh, Mike Lee is a great senator. We need to send him back to Washington, whether Mitt Romney likes it or not. And uh, thanks for being on the program and enjoy a crown burger. And I hate you for having one when I can't because I love those. Thanks. I appreciate it. Say hi to Rod Arquette for me, too. Rod is a great guy. All right. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. 
All right, real estate continues to be a healthy investment. I've always been a bricks and mortar guy, not a stock market guy. But anyway, especially when you consider home values, many markets now are seeing 20% growth in the value of people's homes, usually their largest investment. And that could be beneficial to you since the equity in your home can be accessed for cash for things you might need can also be used for debt consolidation. You get a new loan at a lower rate than you have, you lock it down, you could save hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars every month, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of the loan. Anyway, that's why I want you to get your free, no obligation, mortgage review from AmericanFinancing.net. No pressure whatsoever, no upfront fee, no hidden fee. You have a conversation about your mortgage, you have a conversation about your debt situation, and they will give you options and solutions that will hopefully save you a lot of money. You have nothing to lose. Their mortgage pros are standing by waiting to take your call. 866-615-9200. It's completely free. 866-615-9200. And on the web, AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now before interest rates go up another five times. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, NMLS, Torpedoes of truth at a wall of lies. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today, but let not your heart be troubled. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Five primaries we will be covering tonight. That's 9 Eastern. Hannity, Fox News, Newt, Kaylee, Ryan, Spongino, Leo 2.0, Tammy, Phil Hemmer at the big board. We got it all. We hope you'll join us. See you tonight at 9, back here tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making the show possible. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com, get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, who's there for heroes or their families left behind when a service member or a first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless vets and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11-01? I'll tell you who. It's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Now the foundation's gold star, fallen first responders, smart home and homeless veterans programs and the foundation's never forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrances all across America. Over 80 runs, walks, climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute. They're educating kids from kindergarten through 12th grade, to help our nation keep their vow to never forget. 
Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. They're hoping all of us will donate $11 a month. Just go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, number two, letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. A new dawn is coming to the U.S. stock market, and it's time to throw out the investment blueprint of the last decade and prepare for a massive shift. If you've lost money over the past two years, this changes everything. Hi. My name is Mark Chaikin, and I was hired to create three new indices for the NASDAQ based on what I've learned in 50 years on Wall Street. So believe me when I tell you this shift could send dozens of stocks soaring sky high in just the next 90 days. But this is an extreme setup I haven't seen in years, since before the 2020 crash. The last time this happened, you could have more than tripled your money by just owning one stock. And I'm revealing this number one stock to buy today. 100% free of charge at newaistock.com. The question is why? Because everyday Americans will be impacted mostly by what's coming. And I want you to be on the right side of the table when this shift happens. Don't delay. Just visit www.newaistock.com. 